Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Ned Reynolds, Mike the Intern, bright and early on a Monday morning. Stayed up late last night, Ned, but you know what? I went to bed with a smile on my face. (laughs) Going into the game against the Las Vegas Raiders, everything was perfect for the Kansas City Chiefs to go from last place in the AFC West to first place, but they had to take care of business. And for the first time, I can say this with full confidence that the Kansas City Chiefs looked like themselves in all aspects of the game last night in Las Vegas. I absolutely can't disagree. That's their best game of the year, no question about it. Came out firing, and I look at it in a very I look at it from the <laughs> the quote of the, uh, one of the greatest American literary quotes I think ever has ever been done. The reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. That's Sam Clemens, of course, back in the late 1890s about the the reports that he had passed away when he had not. Well, the reports of the Kansas City Chiefs passing away are greatly exaggerated. No, they played very, very well. Best game of the year, no question about it. Mahomes, over 400 yards passing, 35 of 50. Folks, that means he threw 15 incomplete passes of the 50 that he tried. Now, I think a couple things happened in that game. Number one, the Raiders are nowhere near as good as I thought they were. They have some real problems on that team. That's number one. But number one and a half is the fact that the Chiefs returned to their old way of playing. They dinked and dunked, got a lot of completions on bubble screens and things of that nature. That opened up their running game. Darrell Williams had a nice game. In fact, he was the leading receiver, too. He had nine catches. Travis Kelsey had eight. Tyreek Hill, seven. And Mahomes was able to diversify his attack. Give a lot of credit to the offensive line. They played very well. I think they got to Mahomes one time, if I remember correctly. And that's all. Just one time. He was not under pressure. Yes, he did leave the pocket and run a couple of times, but that was really more out of his desire to complete the uh, the pass as opposed to running for fear of his life. But the fact is that the Chiefs played extremely well. Their whole attack was diversified the way it should be. The defense played well. All phases, all phases of their game were right on, and there's room to be very much encouraged. And yes, because they got some help, with Denver and the Chargers both losing, the Chiefs are now in first place. Melvin Ingram, who would have thought? Well, I mean, he's, keep he's, in mind now, he what he does is fill a role. He's not the star player that he was, but he allows Chris Jones to go back to where Chris Jones is comfortable. I don't even know why they ever changed him in the first place. I thought that was foolish. He couldn't, he couldn't adjust to that could have new been a position. Personnel thing. But the fact of the matter remains, he is back home now. He's disruptive. He didn't get all that many sacks, but he's disruptive. Yeah, he's, he's stopping. He's, he's doing what he needs Derek to do. He's forcing Carr to uh, hurry his passes. And, and Carr, while Carr had a big night, he was 25 or 35, nothing was really effective for him. I really felt like the turning point in the game was a mistake on the part of the Raiders. Now, that's not to say that... They would have come back and won the game, but I think it would have been a whole lot different. Deshaun Jackson made that catch. Oh, yeah. Great catch. Great catch deep downfield. is in the second half. And as he escaped the one defender, he turned his back and got the ball punched out of his hands. And all day, a fumble. Baby. That could have been a huge game. Could have been a touchdown, and it might have turned the game around. 
But the way the Chiefs were playing, probably not. The Chiefs would have won it anyway. Like I said, they look like themselves in all aspects. When you've got uh, old Tommy throwing a fake punt, man, what the hell? I, I was That was the last thing I expected at that moment. I was just kind of going, okay, well, it wasn't a bad drive. And then, holy, okay, let's do this. Not only the last thing that you expected, the last thing the Raiders yeah. expected, too. <laughs> no, and, and it, me. it caught them flat. Absolutely caught them flat. Hey. It's, it's a typical Andy Reid gimmick play that did work. It if it worked. hadn't worked, yeah. then there might have been other problems. But it did, and that's what counts. A lot of things that worked, but uh, like you said, I mean, uh, Mahomes threw. He passed. He passed around the love. He threw for five touchdown passes, four separate receivers. Tyreek got two, of course, but then he just spread it around, um, which was great. And like you said, dink and dumps. They looked like themselves. They weren't trying to go big every time. Sometimes the only only thing. There were a couple passes that were overthrown that could have been huge plays. That was kind of meh, but you know what? All in all, great performance. Um, I'm, hey, it's forty-two to fourteen. That's pretty much of a squash. Yes, right sir. There. Now we've got a uh, got a monster coming to Arrowhead on Sunday. Be loud, the Dallas Cowboys, who got a huge win on Sunday. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a tough week of practice, but uh, I'm just so glad my Chiefs are back. So. Missouri State Bears, it, you know, they passed the test, in my opinion, every time we said those last three regular, not the last, he's got one more regular season game, but these last three weeks were a true tests for the team. If they were the real deal, they had to get dubs. They answered. They got dubs. A plus. Got them in thrilling fashion to a couple of them on last plays of the game, and especially this past Saturday. Here in Northern Iowa, which is not quite as strong as they have been, but they are still pretty doggone good. Came back and tied the game. Tied the game within the final five minutes. It was 27-27. I thought, oh my goodness, we're headed for overtime here. This is going to be a heck of a deal. With less than a minute remaining, less than a minute, Jason Shelley unloads a 55-yard touchdown pass that wins the game for the Missouri State Bears, and ends their conference season. The Missouri Valley Conference season's all over, and the Bears finish in second place behind North Dakota State. That's very, very, very good. This team is good. There's no question about it. They're very good. They do have one regular season game remaining. That'll be out in St. George, Utah on Saturday night, play Dixie State. Dixie State's a former Division II team. Actually, it's a former junior college that went D2, and now they're campaigning to go D1. They want to go big time. Oh, do they ever have a long and painful way to go to go big time. They have been slaughtered by the teams, upper echelon teams. They've been playing Sam Houston State, the defending national champions in 1AA, creamed them 59-10, to 10, I think it was. Delaware, one of the traditional strong teams, beat, beat them up pretty good. Everybody has whipped them. They did beat, they being Dixie State, did beat a D2 team last week. Fort Lewis out of Colorado beat them up pretty good, but... This is Missouri State they're going to be playing. This is one of the top teams in America out of the best conference in America. It'll be awfully, awfully tough for Dixie State in that final game. But it doesn't really make a difference because the Bears more than likely are in the playoffs yeah. anyway and have a great chance to play that first game at yeah, home. Yeah, they'll, they'll definitely bid to have that home game. Okay. And if uh, they do good, there's a chance they could have another one. Who knows? Never know. Well, actually, probably not because the second game from there on in, it's after by the first record. game, it's by your so. merit. Well, we'll see what happens, but hey, one playoff game here, it's been, what, almost 30 years? Not almost. It has been 30 years. So, yeah, well, (laughs) (laughs) I was a little boy last time they did it. Not so much anymore. Um, We also had uh, plenty of college basketball. 
how the uh, local teams do. Well, the Bears played on a Saturday night against Alabama State, and uh, this was a little bit better defensive performance. Held Alabama State to 60 points. Bears won 78 to 60. It was uh, the SWAC teams are really tough to decipher what they do and who they have. Alabama State had some talent, but they could not buy a basket to save their souls. Bears defense had something to do with that. <laughs> Alabama State's on a money-making tour right now. Mm-hmm. They played Western Kentucky, played Vanderbilt, played the Bears. Tomorrow night, they play Iowa State. Then the next night, they play Iowa back-to-back. Oh, boy. And then later on, they have UCLA to play out in Los Angeles. Oh, it's a rugged schedule, but there is a paycheck. Yeah, they're out there earning that money for the school (laughs) right now is what they're doing. Anyway, the Bears get a win over uh, Alabama State, and the Lady Bears played North Texas yesterday at JQH and squeezed by 56-50 in a dandy game. North Texas is pretty good, but the Lady Bears are better than pretty good. They're a very fine basketball team. That's not to say they're going to win every game, but they're going to win a lot of them. They are, they're on the road now for the rest of this month and won't come home until sometime in December. So we had talked about the Bears and the Lady Bears. The Drury teams played. The Drury Lady Panthers won huge on Friday night. Trevecca Nazarene played them down in Nashville, Tennessee and walloped them. But then yesterday, played again in Nashville, Tennessee and got stung with their first loss of the year. The Drury Lady Panthers aren't going to lose very many games, folks, but they did lose yesterday 76-75 to to Kentucky Wesleyan. That is a bit of a surprise, but anomalies can happen. As far as the Drury men's team is concerned, they went on the road to Big Rapids, Michigan for a tournament up there, kind of a not necessarily a flip-flop tournament as such, but they traded opponents with the, uh, the other team. And the Panthers beat Ohio Dominican on Friday and then got smashed yesterday by Ferris State. Ferris State's very, very, very good basketball team. 124 to 77. That's that a long day. That doesn't happen very often, folks. Not, no. not to Drury basketball at all. But the Panthers did lose that ball game. Ferris State's great. They're a very nice fan. They ought to be D1. They aren't, but. They continue to play After D2. showing like that, I can see why you believe that. They're they're good. They've recruited very well, and, and they're tough. And Drury still has a ways to go, but hey, it's it's a long year, and anything can happen. How'd the uh, Missouri State soccer team do? So the uh, soccer bears continue to be very strong. They'd already won the Missouri Valley Conference Championship. This was the postseason tournament, and the Bears just belted Evansville 3-0. So now it's on to the NCAA tournament. Now, who the Bears play remains to be seen. The selections will be coming up a little bit later on this week. It'll be interesting because I have a feeling they'll play a first-round game here in town at the Betty and Bobby Allison Field over there, right in the heart of the campus. And there, John Leamy has a very, very, very nice soccer team. Very and good. it's his last season, so hopefully they can make a push. That would be amazing. But uh, also, hopefully, it'd be, it's too bad they can't play today or tomorrow, because after that, it's going to be a little <laughs> chilly. Um, so, as I mentioned yesterday, it was uh, crazy going into that Sunday night football game. Um, everything on the line. You had the Chargers lose. And then also, I got to give props to your Screaming Eagles for giving the uh, L to the Broncos. So, going into the game, Chiefs win. They're first in the division. And that's exactly what they did. Why Eagles fly? Yeah, I, 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 I owe the green and white a drink, at least someone. I don't know if I can give the whole team a drink. Maybe I'll, I'll buy them a six-pack and they can split it. 30-13, to 13, they beat the Broncos out in the Mile High City. And, then, and you know, there is a local correlation to the Philadelphia Eagles, and that is that Nick Sirianni, their head coach, his wife is from here. 
So his in-laws are right out here in Springfield, and that that is absolutely super, at least in my opinion, as an Eagles fan. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> the, uh, the stars were aligned for the Chiefs. They played very well, and the Raiders and the Chargers both lose, and that's, uh, well, Raiders, Chargers, and Broncos all lose, and that puts the Chiefs in first place at a 6-4 and four record. And I really feel the way the Kansas City Ball Club played yesterday, they... Was this a turnaround game? Well, of course, only history will tell that, but it certainly was the Chiefs of old who we saw last night. Something night. to build on against a very, very tough opponent on Sunday, Cowboys at Arrowhead. Um, but yeah, we had some crazy games yesterday. Uh, big big ups to the Vikings, too, but the tie Steelers-Lions game. I so bad, feel so bad for that kicker on Detroit, man. All you had to do, put it through, and it's over. You guys got your first win of the season. But they did get a tie. They did. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you, is that good enough? Not usually. (laughs) Ned, you have a great Monday. I'll see you tomorrow.